When everything is just right, there's nothing good on TV. You haven't had your after work social sports team practice, so you're not too tired. Oh, it's all on. You lean in and whisper something sexy in my ear, like, I might go to bed now, I've got work in the morning. I know what you're trying to say, girl. You're trying to say, Oh, yeah. It's business time. It's business time. It's business. It's business time. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. It's business time. Ooh. It's business. It's business time. Oh, 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 yeah. Then went in the bathroom, brushing our teeth. All part of the foreplay. I love foreplay. And you sort out the recycling. That isn't part of the foreplay process, but it is still very important. Next thing you know, we're in the bedroom. You're wearing that baggy old ugly t shirt you got from your work several years ago. Mm, you know the one, baby. With the color stain. Clothes very, very clumsily, tripping sensuously over my pants. Now I'm naked, except for my socks. And you know, when I'm down to just my socks, what time it is. Well, 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 friends, it is business time, and it's time for the Man in the Black Suit podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you tonight? (laughs) Hello, Pam. How are you? Oh, just peachy. (laughs) So am I. (laughs) I, is Is it me, or has today been the day of things going sideways? Anyone? There you go. Anyone? There you go. <laughs> yeah, my, Actually, it my could day be much was worse. Crazy. Was it? Oh yeah. <laughs> I wanted to get the oil changed on my car today, and I thought my son had my car, and I know it usually takes about two hours, and so we kind of uh, we kind of missed it. So tomorrow morning before I go to work I will uh, get it done so yeah that's that's the way it is 
It is. But it's lovely to see everybody. KK, Lori, Judith, Kenzie. We're glad you could all make it today. Yes, yes. Especially to talk about the last part of Chapter 43. Um, because this is such a really good, compelling chapter. And there's so much... There's a lot of goodness in it. So I've been really looking forward to talking about this. Mm -hmm. It's been a couple weeks. I mean, we, we did our first part of 43. Mm -hmm. And then we had the special podcast for an uh, honor and tribute to uh, Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. There's Monica. Um, Hi. Hey, Monica. It's so good to see you. See me wave. <laughs> So it's it's just great that we can all get together tonight to uh, talk about our our beloved Nicholas and Acacia. Yes. And yeah. our beloved SR, uh, who oh. has uh, always has some good news to share. Yes, he does, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Sometimes it's better than others, and sometimes it's just really good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he but, did. He did give us some news to share today. He did. He did. He mentioned that Gabriel's promises now go through the editing process, which is a great step forward. Very, very excited because mm -hmm. that's one step closer for us to get that book in our hands, ladies. Exactly. Exactly. And mm -hmm. uh, he said also the audio book has gone up for pre-order. Now, from what I, I. I checked out today right now it's only available on google play so once it'll come up on uh, you know the audio cds and audible and wherever else you can pick up your audible uh audio books that's great and kenzie asked the question so is sr finished writing it and i think the answer is yes i mean they're in the editing process, so things will change. It won't be the same book that he initially drafted. He might be asked to shorten a section or add a little more or, or take, out take out something or switch some language. But um, the short answer to your question, Kenzie, is yes. Yes, he's finished So excited. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which means that at some point in time we'll get outtakes which will be so much fun <laughs> and oh. i always loved the outtakes because i do he, too he gets his a lot of them for his other books i think they're mostly out in his blog site so that's pretty cool also, i know monica's super stoked and kenzie says yay i know yes. i know it's good news so there's a check uh, translation of The Man in the Black Suit, and that's going to be released May 23rd, although SR had Mary. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Sorry, SR. Um, the Italian translation of The Prince will release on May 30th. So that's great news for the uh, readers of his books in, in the Czech language and in Italian. So and I think very I, exciting. I wish I, I wish I could read Italian because I would love to read the Florentine series in Italian. In Italian, mm -hmm. I know. Oh, mm -hmm. just the thought of that would be fantastic. So, 
um, as far as passion flicks and the movie goes. Um, yes, SR, SR mentioned, he said specifically he wanted to make sure people knew about uh, the latest news from passion flicks. Right. You know, we everybody overheard, the, or, or a lot of people watched Tosca's uh, Facebook Live talking about all the different things and uh, about the Gabriel series. And he, he, she and her mother had been at the Canadian consulate to start, you know, talking about logistics and whatever. And I'm sure there were, you know, it was also a friendly thing for them because I believe uh, Tuska is Canadian. Mm. She said, or SR said, as uh, also did to Tuska, they're probably going to move the, the uh, filming from September to October. Which isn't a bad thing. Um, October in Toronto's not terrible. It, yes. You know, and it would uh, probably be after Canadian Thanksgiving Day, which I believe I actually, like, I, when, and when is that? That's, uh, I think it's October 1st this year. I mm -hmm. usually believe it's the first Monday in October. I thought, I so thought it was early in October. I, I personally, for me personally, I think October would be a great time to film. <laughs> I do too. I do too. And uh, they, he, he says he thinks he'll still be able to film in Toronto, which is great. Uh, I hope, fingers crossed. there has been, yeah, floated for L.A. But again, you know, even if they have to use L.A. for like studio shots or whatever, they can always just, you know, put in some background stuff into the, what they're, into their editing of Toronto. And you'll still get the feel and taste of Toronto. So that's great. Um, Absolutely. A lot of, most films are made that way, actually. Most films are, are done in L.A. The, you know, one of the best examples I can give you. They, they, Hallmark Channel likes to film, uh, like they'll do like a New York scene or Chicago, and they've they've I know for Christmas one they've done um, Philadelphia, and they they cut pieces in of the different areas like you know the river that that, that they turn green at St. Patrick's Day in Chicago. Or Central Park or some, you know, some of the busy right. streets like Park Avenue or something in New York. Philadelphia, they kind of got a little bit screwy. Uh, they had the waterfront um, looking over towards Camden, which was fine. But they, it was a Christmas thing and they had a lot of snow. And you, Philadelphia gets snow, but we don't get the type of snow that they put in there. So that's just my little thing. <laughs> it would be nice, though. Um, I don't think, to, to be honest with you, I don't think Philadelphians can drive in the snow if you paid them. They are, <laughs> the first flake, they all panic. And there's always a, a major accident somewhere because somebody doesn't understand how you're supposed to drive. And, oh, they drive me crazy here. Thank God I lived in New York as long as I did. I learned how to drive in the snow without <laughs> panicking. So, that's just my that's true. thing. That's 
So um, he's also said he's waiting for the script to be finalized. And I believe uh, in Tuska's speech, they were uh, looking for a Canadian scriptwriter, especially if they're going to be filming in Canada and Canada, Canada. Because <laughs> um, I, I believe the, the uh, laws Canadia? require that the writer, Canadian, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think they have to be Canadian uh, to write the screenplay if you're going to film there as well. So. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So, um, uh, he also, casting hasn't begun yet. And he hasn't been asked his opinion about anybody for the cast. I know that a lot of people um, are posting Daniel DiTomaso's picture. And I think also Jesse Metcalf, um, who is a good act great actor so I, I think that would be he's had a lot of uh, good experience he's um and I unfortunately I don't know that much about Daniel D. Tommaso so I can't tell you what the story is there but they both are good looking enough to be mm -hmm. Gabriel that's the that's the important thing so yeah so I'm looking forward to that <laughs> well acting acting the acting has to be there in my opinion Absolutely. You know, and, uh, he is one intense that, character. Yes. And, some, they, you know, whoever's going to read for that part, they better read the books, too, so they can catch his essence, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Absolutely. Kenzie Absolutely. We've had a lot of comments in the chat rooms. Um, Pam, I don't know if you're noticing there is a wicked echo going on. So my delay, there, not there, an echo, a delay. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I've been hesitant to be interjecting. Don't worry, I've got a little bit of an echo on my end. So don't, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's just been a lot of chat. Um, Kenzie's still hopeful that they'll film in Toronto since it's a huge part of the story and she'd like the culture to be captured, but she's sure it will work out. Mm -hmm. I, I bet Monica I thinks Daniel would be perfect, but she'd be happy with whoever they pick. Yes. You know, because God knows mm -hmm. who they'll pick. And I just hope it's someone... Well, I think he was, SR, I believe, said they were waiting for the script to be finalized before all true. of that happens. So, but I, I know people, have, I know Nina's been asking, putting out, who do you want to have as your two lead characters? So, just the thought She's, of this know, coming to life, though, on the screen is so exciting. True. That's right. So Kenzie's also Sug saying that, affordable uh, suggestions. <laughs> so Kenzie's saying they have uh, problems with uh, driving during tornadoes. I wonder why. <laughs> I can understand. Oh that. gosh. <laughs> and uh, now, depending on Pennsylvania, Absolutely. really does not get a lot of snow. Unless you're along Lake Erie, which is up in the northwestern part of the state. 
I think Pittsburgh gets a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Karen could address that. Um, but and this yeah, is actually, Western Pennsylvania about, gets quite a bit of snow. And the Poconos get it. Yeah, not a, not a lot of love, but they get it. Yeah, just I can't just tell the planet you of where Philadelphia, Philadelphia is, is. Uh, spared, Pam. Planet Philadelphia is a world unto itself. Um, <laughs> you're actually about yes, two hours from the ocean, so you don't you get the 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 warm ocean waters or whatever that come up and. At least that's how it's been explained to me. That it keeps the it keeps it more rain than snow in this area. So <sighs> yes. Well, Kenzie mentioned Hi, that she's go she's not going to quit pestering SR about being the voice of Snarky. Um, so she's one of the idea. many who like the idea of having SR being Snarky. It would work out, and no one would have to know. She's just dying to hear his voice. <laughs> and it is great and, to see you, know, you, Betty. I know he's French-Canadian. So does he speak with an, a French accent or a Canadian accent? Oh, my gosh. That would push me over the edge right there. I love those accents. Absolutely. Although I know in Toronto they don't, they have uh, a distinct accent, but it's not the uh, uh, what you know. Like, what was those lumberjack guys that Bob and Doug or whatever from uh, Second City TV? Oh, Doug and Bob McKenzie. The, yes, Doug and Bob oh, McKenzie. Yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know they don't they don't have that too much. So. Uh, yeah. I, I guess if you're I, like outside I like Betty's suggestion. Canadian neighbors. <laughs> Betty said she thinks the boss could do the French Canadian neighbors voiceover. Well, that's since that's his be, cameo that's his in the book. Cameo in the book. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so a lot of people would die if. And Monica died. said she'd probably die if she heard SR's accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do hear a lot of French uh, Canadians <laughs> in Oshkosh. Of course, it's been a long time yeah, since I've been in Wisconsin. Yeah, Kenzie said it's beautiful. My, um, my Kenzie says he needs to play his cameo that he wrote into the novel, but that was Gabriel's Rapture. I'm not sure if he did in Gabriel's Inferno. I don't remember. I'm thinking it was Inferno. I'm thinking he, the neighbor was an Inferno. Um, Is that right? Um, I don't remember. Oh. I, don't so. I don't know. I'll have to check. Have to I'm hazy. Up. I'm hazy on that. Actually, oh. mm -hmm. Monica's saying it was. So did Betty. Betty's the, Betty's the authority Betty? because she did okay. the, uh, because of Paul. <laughs> the podcast yes I Kenzie there. I think it's I think he's I think he's appeared in more than in more than one <clears throat> mm -hmm. that could be I think the neighbor was mentioned in more than one book that's where I was thinking 
Betty says he blushes when he sees Julia pick up the newspaper. Yes. That's right. We, we, okay, we figured it out. It was in both. The blushing was in Inferno. And then when he was looking at her after the whole crying and noticing Gabriel after that horrible oh, yeah. heart-wrenching scene. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, so my gosh. I cannot wait till this is in, on film. <laughs> I don't think any of us can, to be honest with you. It's gonna be yeah, but you know what? I'm willing to wait. If, if the production gets slowed down for some reason, that's okay. I would rather it be done right then be rushed yep that's right that is right uh kenzie i don't know whether he mm-hmm. would mind it if it isn't filmed in toronto uh you know i'm sure he would prefer that but they can recreate the the you know the the carol in the library they can recreate toronto's campus a little bit um her apartment they can and and you know they they you they, when you're going to be filming like in the manus manual life center that's that can be a, a cut it spliced in uh, piece but the apartment itself is going to be um or whatchamacallit uh set so we'll you know we'll see what happens but it's going to be a good one i'm looking forward yeah, it is. And, and Karen said she saw a tweet that SR said he hopes it can be filmed there, but understands if things need to be different. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he'll just be happy that that we get we get what we want to say too, and what the essence of his story. That's right. I'm sure, I'm sure that's what he's yes. looking for. I so think so should, too. Um, well, well, that's a that's a little bit different, Betty, because Fifty Shades filmed in Vancouver, um, and that was because of uh, Dana, the producer, and uh, what with the other guy. That you know, I know there, there were three producers. One was uh, Erica. The one was Dana Brunetti. And Michael Luke, I think his name is, or DeLuca. And it's also it's also cheaper to. I think yeah, I think it's DeLuca. And stuff. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know it's possible they could do it in Vancouver too. You never know, but I don't think uh, you know it also depends upon what Passion Flicks budget is. Um, I, I if I'm not mistaken, the right. Fifty Shades film started out with a forty million dollar budget. So I don't know where that would fall in with Passion Flex. So. Well, that's quite a significant, I mean, that's quite a huge budget for, you know, that's the difference, though, too, between a, you know, a, a major film that's going to be distributed internationally mm-hmm. versus one that's going to be on a specific platform. Although all the lines are blink, are being blurred now, so it's exciting. Right. Um, 
that the opportunities are there to see so many things. And nothing was said about Florence, um, even in the uh, email that Esther sent us. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know what that, that story is. But, and, you know, I can tell you that the Bodleian Library in Oxford that they used for Discovery of Witches was actually a soundstage in Cardiff, Wales. So, they can do mm -hmm. many things. Most Many films times. are not filmed on location. Most films are filmed in studio because you have such technology now that you can really recreate the scene and, and, and down to very impressive details, just like in A Discovery of Witches. So um, I'm okay. excited. It's going to be really, really well done. That's one thing I'm, I know yes. for sure. And yes. as Betty says, I'll wait as long as it takes if we get good quality over quantity and exactly. I know Ken Kenzie also noted that you know nothing that they're going to be you know doing doing it right because the SR would make make it so so and we've got Monica Kate, said yes she studies she studied this in film school and she trusts passion flakes so it's all going to be good so no matter what mm -hmm. happens we're going to it's going to be it's going to be good and uh, I know I can't you know wait so, uh, wait till they finally have the release date we're going to be counting down the days we're going to have this big countdown it's going to be great well they have a red carpet passion flakes they have I know. Actors and you know they do the whole thing. That would. So. Mm -hmm. And you know as, as how much Tuska fun would that be? Oh my about, gosh. I know. It only takes about six weeks to film. So you know, and, and we've got we're like five months away for. So they still and they get the script together and everything. And it'll be cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Kenzie says SR needs to walk the red carpet. <laughs> Monica really wants to be on the red carpet. I know. So I pray, Wouldn't that be cool? Pray that I get a full time job. Then I can go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, I'm just I I'm excited because I think what even. The prospect is for it to be released spring of 2020, right? If is that kind right. of was or, the of the idea at one point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And, oh my uh, gosh! They're going to be doing a passion con. It's getting close. It is. But they are going to be doing a uh, passion mm -hmm. con. So who knows? Maybe by the time Ooh. they set that up. Tosca was talking about doing it like in a four-star hotel uh, and with manicures and pedicures and ma massage, <laughs> whatever. You know, all those lovely <laughs> things that everybody Well, has. I have a feeling if, if they're doing it at a four-star hotel, we're going to have like <laughs> seven or eight people to a room. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your sleeping bags, ladies. <laughs> Save our money. <laughs> yeah, you know, 
It'd be just like when I was in my 20s going to the shore for a weekend. We'd rent a hotel room with two beds. <laughs> exactly. And everybody, three to a bed at seven on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was really fun. I love it. Kenzie's saving her money to go. Monica's joking. It could be at the, the Ritz-Carlton. Um, and mm-hmm. Betty said, I'd gladly walk anywhere with Paul. The library, the museum, the rugby, rugby game, or a red carpet. So, mm-hmm. I or love a nice it. nice walk on the beach. <laughs> That's <At> right. <laughs> yes, yes, Betty. A Gabriel sleepover. <laughs> Not quite the kind of sleepover I've ever envisioned with Gabriel, but you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes. We do, we do. <laughs> so, while we digress and, and, and have fantasies. Oh, my gosh. Of Gabriel in, in a five-star hotel <laughs> <laughs> to share with everybody. We need to get we start get getting those hankies out. Pull them out from the Florentine yes. podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. have to set up museums for, for museum sex or whatever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Monica says someone has to invite SR. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, SR would run away. Kenzie, you're right. He he would be wise. He would be wisely. He would be amused from afar. I'm sure we amuse him with our antics as it is. I think so. A couple years ago, Leslie and I were in in (laughs) Williamsburg, Virginia, for a Botticelli exhibit they had at William. This was so funny. And you know we're walking around looking at the pa- paintings, and I'm I, I'm standing there behind the line or with the string, whatever it was, and I point it, and I was fairly close to it, the painting, but not close enough to touch it. And the and the guide comes over here and, and starts yelling at me because I was got to move my hand. So I I tweeted out to SR. Send bail money. <laughs> so, didn't think anything of it. So we, where we went, finished our tour of the uh, artwork, <laughs> and we found uh, this really cool Yankee candle shop that was huge. Two stories. I mean, it was a, a bigger than a Yankee candle store than I've seen. So we're walking around and we're walking around. All it was, of a sudden, it was my, massive. my phone dings. And he says, why? It was SR. Why? Museum sex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. We were laughing oh and laughing. We had so much fun on that trip. That yeah, was that was we remarkable did. for so many reasons. I mean, being in the presence of that artwork of the of the master of Botticelli being able to see that in person was just it was just monumental but mm-hmm. SR SR uh, following our antics was just as just as amusing <laughs> he come, he come, comes back with some good singers i will tell you that so this is very true anyway. this is very true 
and we'll have more we'll have more antics to share coming up in a couple weeks that's right niagara falls here we come watch out yep watch out niagara falls pam and leslie are running across making a run for the border (laughs) i wonder as long as uh, sorry teases me sometimes saying that i am uh, XCIA or something like that. And so I told him he was uh, the <laughs> Canadian equivalent. I think it's the uh, CSIS, I, I think they call it. And I said, so don't put my name on the Border Patrol list. <laughs> uh, it should be interesting. MJ's going to be there with her daughter, Paulina. And uh, Morgan yes. and Jennifer Locklear are going to be there. So it's going to it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of laughs. Yes. Anywho. It should be quite exciting. Kenzie, mm-hmm. Kenzie wants to go back. Monica's going, hoping to visit in August. Um. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I have not been to can- Canada since I was in high school. So I'm very, very, I've been close to it. I've been really right smack up against the border of it pretty much, but I haven't been there. Um, so I'm very excited. Um, it's, there's a book event on at Niagara Falls that we're attending. Um, yes. So, and then we have hope to uh we're gonna stop over in toronto on our way back to try to uh yes just capture the essence. try and catch a glimpse of the uh, city I, of I'm, gabriel yeah and i believe that um the book has the address of the house uh in gabriel's inferno uh that julia yes because i remember I googling think, it i think i think so there was a house and I, are they, you know, well, I, I think we have so to do all, you know, I think we need to go through the book and have our tour stops laid out. The Manulife building, exactly. uh, the, the restaurants. Um, yeah, we got some work to do, Pam. <laughs> yes, we do. We got, the, the and then we're going to have to, so we're going to have to go to Paris so we can, we're going to have to go back to, we're going to have to go to Paris so we can do the man in the black suit tour someday <laughs> the only place I know we probably we'll get there in is Notre Dame. Kenzie we'll asked if there. we're going to visit the sites we're going to try <laughs> like, we're going to try very hard yes we're, we're uh, only there for a day University right Toronto right we're try today mm-hmm. um, uh, well that'll be easy enough Lori Deedon and Penelope's um, we're just in overnight, uh, Kenzie. Yeah. Yeah. But, we, you know, we're only, I think. The hopefully we'll be able to plan an, another trip. Yeah, hopefully. I, th- I think the, the, the travel time between Niagara Falls and Toronto is only like an hour, an hour and a half at the most. So it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll stop. It's at the not. Manual, like, it's not. We did that when through. I was on my high school trips. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I just, just don't drive from Niagara Falls to Quebec. 
Quebec City because then you'll at that yeah, that's it's like a 13 hour drive that's far that is far mm-hmm. I'll never forget that one as long oh, as yeah. I live my brother-in-law I don't want to be six hours don't worry <laughs> little did you know exactly. well uh, exactly. Monica didn't hear your story Pam about the uh, SR the SR sighting this is not a confirmed SR sighting so I want everyone to know that we did not know for sure but there was someone that Pam was suspecting could possibly be SR is that a good way to put it Pam that's a good way to put it. I was in uh, Toronto last September okay. for uh, the film festival. And my two friends that I was with went to see Hotel Mumbai because we could only get two tickets. And I stayed outside and was on the red line, a red carpet, had my picture taken with Jason Isaacs, saw Dev Patel, who's a lot taller than I thought he was. But then, you know, so they all go in and to, so they can do whatever mm -hmm. they with, with the movie. So there's a, a, a cross from the theater. The Princess of Wales Theater is um, a, a restaurant with an outdoor cafe. And I figured, oh, what the heck, I'll go out here. I can see what's going on, you know, have a couple drinks, just relax and, and when till they come out. And so we had, I took a picture of the dish and it was basically like an appetizer type dish. It had some um, cheese, olives, some grape, wrapped grape leaves. It was a Greek restaurant. Um, some other stuff, bread, olive oil, whatever. And I'm sitting at the table and I, po I post the picture. I said, so where are you, SR? You know, like, I'm here, come see me type of thing. So then I get a response back almost immediately. Um, are you at Penelope's? Now, I had never mentioned the restaurant. I had no, there was nothing in the photo that I took, I had nothing that um, said Penelope's. And so I was like, uh, yes. So I, you know, and going back and forth, going back and forth. And we, I was, there was a man sitting like three or four tables away from me. Nice looking man, very nice looking. And he was, he was by himself and he was a volunteer for the, um, or, or I think he was a volunteer because he was wearing the name tag that they were all wearing and um, for credentials. And so uh, I was, you know, I was going on the phone and then I looked over and he'd, so he'd be like, he'd be back on the phone. So I have decided that that is SR. I mean, nobody, he didn't know. There, how did he know what restaurant I was in? <laughs> so. <laughs> I just think it's so That's cool. That's my story, Monica. <laughs> Hi, Joni. That's your story and she's sticking to it. That's exactly right. Kenzie says, I've and always imagined that SR is attractive, and I would imagine he volunteers. He does volunteer. <laughs> Lots of hair. Don't mess that like up, tip. LOL. I know he likes yeah. it because we've gone, we've And was he older? Was... He was an older gentleman, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. 
with a great set of head of hair. Sorry, in case you're listening. Because <laughs> everybody gives him a hard time about his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I don't care if he has a full but head yeah, of hair or not a not a not a shred of hair on I mean, his head. He is a beautiful soul. A very beautiful soul, and you know this man that I saw. Like I said, he was very attractive. Um, uh, he he was older, uh, not much. I don't mean old man older, but you know he was not in his thirties or forties. He's so. Right, he was not, not, and and that makes sense to me. That makes a lot of sense to me. (laughs) He was wearing a gray suit with a, I think with a light blue shirt. I don't remember if he was wearing a tie or not. But I do remember it was like a a summer gray. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So excited. Monica always envisioned him in his 50s. That's what I thought originally, but I I have a feeling. So good. He might have been a little bit. (laughs) Kenzie says a suit. It was him, Pam. I'm screaming. I know, Kenzie. We all are. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Monica said probably a bow tie. Oh, my gosh. No, there was. I don't think there was a tie at all. I was actually looking more for Argyle socks. (laughs) that's right Pam we're going to have to pack some Argyle socks exactly I have to find some Um, but I I remember um, my friend uh, Noreen and my friend Sarah were giving me a hard time because every time they were like what what kind of socks does he wear what kind of socks are they wearing so it was fun it was fun. Anyway. <laughs> Betty says the boss in the and gray this, suit. <laughs> I love it. Right. And yes. Betty met, actually, Betty met Noreen a couple weeks ago. Because I happened to get meet up with Betty <laughs> at the uh, book signing with Erica E.L. James for the Mister. Which, on my Goodreads <laughs> list, has five stars. So, anywho. Yes, I love, I love, okay, I'm digressing one second, not that we haven't digressed for 45 minutes as it is, Um, loved the mister, I loved the mister, if you haven't read it yet, it is worth it, it is such such a beautiful story, and romantic, 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 I loved it, oh good, Joni did too, Monica, I know, Monica. I'd love to Monica, meet E.L. James is, too. I'm so bummed I couldn't go. She's very gracious. She's very gracious. I, it's she surprised me because you know we're all in line. Betty was that way ahead of me in the line, and we're you know you go in and you, mm-hmm. they give you the book, you you get a little post-it, and they tell you what to put on her. And um, so I'm you know they they take the book from you and they give it. To, her and they say it's Pam so she looks at me and she says Pam are you Pam Langworthy I said yes and she's like oh my god let me give you a hug I was so I was like shocked <laughs> I was shocked I, really I was. just thought that was god, so cool on video 
E.L. James knows who you are. That's oh God, really that awesome. Strong. You know, I, I, I you know, I, I saw her at the Fifty Shades of Grey um, premiere that they had in New York, and I have a selfie of her from there. But I had no idea she would figure out who I was. So, what the hell? <laughs> Podcast superstar, not quite Betty. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, th- I think that goes that, that yes Lori said you got it on film which Chrissy. is great that Pam the podcast yep. superstar <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right so, I love it yes that, the audio anyway the music in it. and I think Spotify also has a playlist of the music from the mister so mm. That'll be great. I'm I'm looking forward to. Li- I I definitely will want to listen to that. Yeah. So it's good. I'm so fond of the Man right, in the so- Black Suit audiobook as well as the Gabriel series. Mm-hmm. And I know you know I know that there's going to be audio so. for the Gabriel's Promise. I don't know who is going to be the uh, reading it. Um, because uh, I know, you know, obviously John, Michael, or Michael Morgan can't do it. So I know that makes me sad. I know. Oh, I loved his voice. He was great. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, we should get back since, uh, We still haven't gone over chapter 43. <laughs> or should, are, we, are, we, are we abandoning chapter 43 until next week? <laughs> oh, we can, oh we'll my get, gosh. We can get through it. I know, so, I know. It's, this I, is so good, though. I, you know, I, it's, it's really, really good. I mean, we remember we were set at this beautifully romantic dinner at the Jules Verne in the Eiffel Tower overlooking Paris. And Nicholas had revealed some very stressful and distressing details about his relationship with Soka and the fact that it was a paid relationship and the fact that he had been upset and disappointed with himself and um, had been upset that he had gotten involved with her and then embarrassed by having to tell this to Acacia. He really was, he was distressed and Acacia definitely, it was overwhelming to hear all of this coming from him. So she had to excuse herself to the ladies room. And this is where we begin. Uh, She was returning after she kind of calmed herself down and and realized, you know, this thing that I have with him is something, you know, it's, it, I have a genuine affection for this man. I respect this man. I, you know, I, 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 I don't need to be running from this. I need to um, just come back and talk to him. So this is what she did. He, Nicholas moved as soon as he caught sight of her. He was tense, not knowing which way this would go for him. He waved the waiter aside and pulled Acacia over, placing his hands on her shoulders as she sat, whispering in her ear, I did not think you were coming back. She assured him that she just needed a minute, 
And as Nicholas sat down across from him, or from her, he waited for the waiter to finish serving the next course. So, you know, it's kind of on pins and needles about this whole situation. Um, it's very, very disconcerting. So in a low voice, he proceeded to tell her that it really was a shameful thing. Silka became a paid companion as much as he would like it to be different. He also wondered what his parents would say if they found out. And Acacia slid her hand across the table and said to Nicholas, reaching out for her hand, he told her that all his previous relationships were normal and that he's checked regularly. He also always used condoms with Silka. He wanted to assure her that he was being safe. And Acacia, winding their fingers together, told him that she did believe him. He lifted his head to look at her, his eyes filled with regret, telling her that he would never, ever put her in danger. And this was heart-wrenching for me. Like, he, he's so fond of her. He is so enamored of her. He wants to reassure her and that he, he truly does not want her um, thinking that he would have put her in any kind of dangerous situation. And Acacia, of course, told him that's not what was upsetting her. You know, Nicholas was so upset. He swore that she, if he could do it over, he would, that he never would have done this. And Acacia kind of stopped him and said, no, you know, I'm, I'm jealous about this situation. And Nicholas was shocked. You know, he was incredulous that she was jealous about this whole situation. And Acacia pointed out the facts. He, she said, Soka was very beautiful. And Nicholas had told her that Soka had never made him laugh or tell him that she needed him to make more friends. And she was indifferent to art, but she liked valuable, costly things. And Nicholas said he had been foolish to get involved with her and even more foolish to sleep with her. Acacia lifted his hand and kissed his knuckles, saying that she did not appreciate beauty and that he was beautiful. And this, this part just, oh, you know, it's just another, you know, another SR scene that takes your breath away. No one had called him beautiful in a very long time. And Acacia told him that he needed new friends. He laughed so hard the other patrons turned towards the sound. And then he asked his mom petite. He said, you make me laugh just when I want to smash something. How can you do this? Acacia told him he should laugh more because every time he did, his eyes would brighten and his face would crinkle. And she loved to hear him laugh. He would endeavor to laugh more, he said. And he said he was truly sorry to have sullied their evening with his issues. But as pleasant, unpleasant as it may have been, she was truly happy that he told her. Yes, Monica, it is a very touching moment. And Betty, he is beautiful. Truly. That is. That is. And I like the way they, you know, they, they, he, he's like sort of like holding back, waiting to see what's happening. 
as far as you know what her reaction right. is when they right right i mean it could have she and, and she could have co- she could have come out there and said i'm i'm done i can't i can't believe you did this i'm i can't handle this right right I, and it's uh and she didn't she just totally flipped the table on him you know if you hear somebody mm-hmm. barking my 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 little boo boo is barking for his dinner so, Aww. my little baby. So, uh, so he was so grateful at this point that uh, she had not walked out on him. And Akasi was sorry he had experienced so much pain with his scar. He was beautiful with or without his scar, she told him. And, and he didn't have to wear the prosthetic when she, when he was with her. It, it didn't mean, didn't bother her one way or the other and his gaze became more intense and he was like you know you mean it so she's like of course I do (laughs) she replied you know how much I care for you but to reinforce what she was saying she had to find her way and not be dependent upon him when he assured her that their relationship Mm -hmm. was different than the one with Silka because that's been in the back of her mind I'm sure too yeah she told him that this is why she needs her independence she also told him that she had checked her account balance today and she could not accept the money that he had put in there now if he wants to send some my way I would that would be great but that'll be another time But somehow Nicholas knew this would come up. And he'd asked if she knew uh, that he told her that this is a sum I normally transfer into the accounts of people who do these things for me. And uh, she said, she's like, no, she didn't want it. And he knew better than to argue with her, especially, especially after all she revealed. And then asked if she could consider it alone until she got another job. And she's like, ah, no. Uh, but there is something else that came up. She had received her EU blue card, which is very similar to a work permit in the United States, or a green card. So as soon as she said it, he started rubbing the back of his neck. And he said, you know, I had submitted all that information before you told me that you weren't going to be working for me. And uh, he has friends in the French government, so yada, yada, yada. They did him a favor. So she, she tells him she's in a difficult position. She doesn't want to be deported. She loves her apartment. She wants to be in Paris. He's there. So she will accept this. Um, but, you know, it, she's going to have to, she's, she owes him big time, basically, she's saying. Mm-hmm. Nicholas tells you that when it was, you know, when it was applied for, he didn't even know what her past was. You know, I'm, I, you know, I'm sure that that has a big part in her mind too, because of her father. Um, but he does understand if it does not want to jeopardize her residency or invite scrutiny, he can only apologize. Casio uh, hopes that uh, sometime they will be able to. Uh, 
gosh darn damn phone. What is that? Um, so anyway, so Do she, you need uh, to get it? No, I don't. It's a spam call. I've got that true caller thing, and it's a spam. Oh, so, yeah. I'm sorry. Mm. So anyway, um, uh, he replied that she already had it, so it was it was, it was no big deal. It was a big, it was, she felt it was a great kindness, uh, and that she'd hoped that someday she'd be able to repay that kindness for him. And uh, so now she was in, in all in. She says all she has to do is find a job, and without his help. Right, right. Well, Monica so noted that uh, Acacia probably doesn't want to be separated from him. Uh, being in Paris would keep them together. And you know, as Betty Betty said, if I were Acacia, I'd ask him how else I could help. I would be glad to translate anything. <laughs> I like the way you think, Betty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do too. So, so I, I, but Acacia being, you know, really wanting that independence so she could love him freely without strings, um, doesn't want his help finding a job. And Nicholas told her that he would love to see her work in the art world on her terms, of course. Acacia told him that she only became a concierge partially to hide. When he asked how, she told him that when you work in hospitality, you are partially invisible. Uh, they work long hours and many guests do not even learn your name. Essentially, you are hiding in plain sight. And he had not thought of that. Now, I actually completely can agree with that statement, having worked in the hospitality industry. Um, I definitely get how you can hide in plain sight, um, and I actually did. I had been serving um, at a local hotel, and I would sometimes wait on people, or at least be in the restaurant where there were other people um, that I knew from my professional world um, outside of the hotel, and they didn't even realize it was me because my hair is pulled back and I'm in a uniform and in a totally different setting. Um, now, unless uh, they were closer to me or they approached me and then we could, but it really is like hiding in plain sight. I thought that was a very interesting insight. Um, and, you know, Acacia continued to tell him that after the attack in Brazil, that they had fled to Recife after she had finished her schooling and her mother had sent her to Paris on a study abroad program. She worked on her French and returned to Brazil to finish the schooling and then went back to the Sorbonne. It was a good place to hide, they thought, and the hospitality world was even better. Nicholas told her that she should not put off working in the art world. She was waiting until time had passed and she could ask Madame Bishop to help find employment in a gallery and he promised he would not interfere. She smiled and agreed to reach out to Madame. Nicholas lifted her hand and kissed her palm, saying he knew when she reported him to the BRB that she was an amazing woman. She closed her eyes and grimaced. Nicholas started chuckling. He said, you have to admit, that is a very funny story. And she opened her eyes. She actually never thought of the BRB as matchmakers. She supposed she was lucky. <laughs> so... Betty says, 
I was thinking of translating documents or going undercover, <laughs> but I like the other idea as well. <laughs> I love it, Betty. I love it. I know. I love, and I love, I just love their story. And I love the fact that he was kind of teasing her about the fact that she, you know, she was turning him in to the authorities uh, because she thought he was a, a bad actor. And in fact, that he was on the other side of the things. Nicholas then, felt you know, that I mean, he was truly the lucky one. Akasi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's kind of funny. You know, it's a very neat. It is. Cute. It truly is. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Nicholas mentioned that Akasi was intelligent and attractive, incredibly gifted, and he still couldn't believe that she was jealous of Silka for his affections. Akasia squeezed his hand and said she was angry at how Akasia treated him. She did not care if she was a spy. She said she better stay away from him. And Nic Nicholas <laughs> smirked and said, or what? <laughs> And Acacia said, she better stay away from him or I'm going to give her a lecture on true beauty to grow up and look inward before her internal ugliness to face the rest of her. And she would trip her as she walked by. Nicholas sat back, <laughs> laughing, I'm sure. And she frowned. Would that be too much? He told her never. She suggested that now that they had their serious discussion... They should enjoy the rest of their dinner. And Nicholas whispered, your wish, your pleasure. And she smiled. Thank you. I know, right? So beautiful. Life is good. And this is a scene I particularly would like to see on film. Yeah, that would be a good scene. Any, uh, mm -hmm. you know, there there have been a few really good filmed um, in that restaurant, and one of them was um, oh yeah, I'm sure a Doris Day film, a Doris Day film called Cap Caprice. It was the last movie oh, she ever made. I've never, I've never seen that one. It's got Richard Harris in it. Be way way before Dumbledore looks. Very handsome, and uh, it's a little scene where she's playing this um, industrial spy, and she goes in to meet with this man in the restaurant, and makes him take off her his pants, so that she can hand him some photographs, and count the cash that he's giving her. So, they, um, she takes the pants and walks out of the restaurant. And hands the pants to a maitre d'. It was it was not one of Doris Day's favorite <laughs> films, to be honest with you. But I I enjoyed it because I I was in love with Richard Harris at the time. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, well, who 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 wasn't? <laughs> True. He, he he did not. He, well, he did I very well it. as Dumbledore, but he did not age well. 
I think it has <laughs> it has too, a lot to do with his um, uh, drinking companions, Oliver Reed and Peter O'Toole, because they used to uh, uh. hit the town, and apparently they were passed out somewhere along the way. That's part of it. So. Oh, a lot of hard living. That does catch up after a while. It does. That it does. That's why I have my youthful mm -hmm. looks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh That's gosh. from your clean living, Pam. That's exactly right. I'm such I, I am I'm a nun. So <laughs> Well I wouldn't let's not get crazy there, Pam. <laughs> I, used to say, I love it betty says the next pay-per-view acacia versus silka acacia versus silka yes mma match caged and caged and monica says you're beautiful pam Thank and i you. agree again that's good clean living I used to tell my friend, Mike. That's right. I said, I'm as pure as the driven snow. And he says, yeah, but who's doing the driving? <laughs> Loved Mike. God, God bless him. Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh. I haven't, I well, haven't Betty cannot wait for the years, next chapter. Yes, ladies. Yes, ladies. I love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Betty. Yeah, we're talking um, next chapter, bring your hankies. Lots of hankies. Yes. Uh, also, um, yes. Maybe some uh, wipes would be good. <laughs> maybe some water. He might need to cool off. Some ice. <laughs> that's that's true too. A fan. Fans. Handheld, maybe. <laughs> and my neighbor is hammering. I've got a new neighbor next to Oh my door, gosh. And they're hamming something in the wall. Uh, <laughs> well, yes, yes. Um, I love it. Every um, Groundhog's Day, my mother always gave my sister and I a handkerchief. And Really? I, you know, for the life of me, yeah. For the life of me, you know, for years, it was like, oh, that's great, Mom. Thank you. Because there, there was always a little gift for whatever holiday there was. Cherry, you know, like a hatch mm -hmm. with cherry candies inside for Washington's birthday. And, and uh, log cabins for Lincoln and hankies for uh, Groundhog Day. Didn't have to worry about April first because that was my birthday. That's so, so cute. She was stuck with that. Um, and yeah, I mean, just all kinds of different <laughs> things all during the year. So finally, I asked her one year. I think it was like about fourteen or fifteen. Why the hankies? She said because that's when the flu comes around and you may need a hanky. <laughs> my mother was not. Oh, that's so thoughtful. So, mm -hmm. Anyway, so next week we are definitely looking forward to some uh, uh, hot, yes, hot and fancy time. So I'm looking forward to that. Yes, and uh, maybe uh, what's his name will show up too. 
what yeah you know um, oh my gosh and uh, did you what a shame did you see Kenzie's news? She forgot she's been in contact with the University of Toronto and is working hard to hopefully attend there. Oh, that's great, Kenzie. Congratulations. That'll, that would be awesome. That's great that you're looking into that. Mm -hmm. There's lots of opportunity. That's great. And, uh, and I hope you get accepted. Uh, you, I'm sure you get, get in, yes. Do they have an art history program? If, or is I that, don't know how it works with international case? applicants, though. I don't know how that works. I, I, I listen when I when I was so keep us posted. Eighteen years old and nineteen, and going to parties at St. Joseph's University, which was then college. Um, we had there were a lot <laughs> of international students. Uh, you know, there was a bunch from Canada. And, and this guy that I was dating in one of his storm, he had a couple of Canadian roommates. And uh, I know that my cousin Bobby's sweet mate was from Liberia. He was a lot of fun, uh, Snebs. I remember one oh, time fun. Bobby, Bobby and Snebs and I were um, in his garage Bobby's garage at the house at the shore, and uh, there was um, um, some herbal refreshment being passed around. And we there was a there's this little place called Jack's Place, which was on the corner. That's usually only open in the summertime. And we went down there, and the only video game at that time was Pong which is this little square thing that went across the screen, hit something and came back and and it got fast or whatever. I, but it was um, a machine in the in the bar and Snibs is turning the dials, playing. He's going, ha, 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 laughing so hard. <laughs> no quarters in the machine. <laughs> and he's just laughing at the stupid thing going back and forth. So, so Kenzie is going, you're going to be looking at photography there. That's very cool. You do a great job with camera. I love your photos. So that's, that's good. Mm -hmm. Ma Monica did it for a while too. That's great. And yeah, Kenzie's I, I interested in art history as well. So, mm hmm Yes. Well, Joni, have a great evening. Thanks for joining us. I see she's heading yep. out, and I know we're winding down. Kenzie, keep us posted. Um, there's a lot of good opportunities. Absolutely. There's so many good schools around. Um, the University of Toronto is one of many, many fine options. So very excited for you. Lots to look great forward to. Too. So, I, so yep. ladies and... and uh, germs although there weren't germs there so <laughs> ladies <laughs> we'll uh, catch up with you we'll all see next you week next month next week get our fans and ice and hankies all together and we'll have a good time that's right although don't uh, don't need any don't steal any wood nickels <laughs> <sighs> 
<laughs> Please take care, everyone. And this is a little Sergio Mendez, Brazil 66, doing Norwegian Wood. Have a great night. Have a great week. But I looked around and wasn't a Just stay.